Hello, welcome back to Making Sense of Money, a podcast dedicated to making financial topics easy to understand. I'm Jake Hamilton. And I'm Mickey Jankola Shanks. Last episode, we talked about the importance of having an emergency savings account and some helpful tips on how to start building one. So be sure to check it out. This week, we're just going to do a quick update on a previous topic that we've already covered, student loans. Uh, This is definitely a complex topic and we haven't covered everything here. So we'll probably do future episodes on student loans, but with certain provisions from the CARES Act expiring soon and big changes to student loan servicers recently, We wanted to make sure that all the listeners are up to date on what's happening and what's coming up. So Nikki, could you talk about some of the deadlines that are coming up and the return to making payments for those who maybe pause payments during the pandemic? Sure. So let me kind of review a little of the landscape. First of all, this, what I'm going to be talking about only applies to federal student loans. So if you have private loans, um, anything that you may have worked out with your private student loan servicer, you'll need to talk to them about. But this is concerning federal student loans, which is the majority of student loans that are out there. So the CARES Act passed in March of 2020, um, and it was aimed at student loan borrowers to give them relief during the pandemic. So that included the following relief measures. Suspension of loan payments. So nobody had to pay their federal student loan. There was a 0% interest rate. So none of the federal student loans were earning any type of interest, um, making their payments bigger during this time. And they stopped collections on any defaulted loans. So the CARES CARES Act passed in March, 2020, President Trump then extended this relief till sometime in January, 2021. And then now President Biden has extended it again, twice, I believe. We have talked with FSA, the Financial Student Aid um, Division Department within the Department of Education. There will be no more extensions. This is it. So starting any payment that's due after January 31st, 2022, you will have to pay. That means in, so basically February 1st, right? Starting February 1st, 2022, your payments start, interest will start accruing again, and they will be able to start collections again on those defaulted loans. So this obviously presents a lot of different problems for a lot of different people. Um, Hopefully now people are in a little bit better situation than they were March, 2020 when the world shut down, but not everybody is. So if you know ahead of time that you are gonna have a hard time with your student loan payment restarting, please call your servicer, call the Department of Education the FSA wing, they can walk you through different options that you may have. There's income-driven repayment, a whole slew of things that they could help with um, that we can't get into here just because it's every individual circumstance is different. But in general, the important thing to know is 
that your payment will start. There will be no more extensions. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's that's it. Um, so it's time for people to start thinking again and uh, of their student loan payment, you know, for it's going to be basically two years since people have had to make a payment. So when you fall out of that practice, you need to kind of, it's like exercise, right? You stop exercising and then it's harder to start again. And this is going to be the same thing. So we're trying to just make sure everybody is aware. Another thing that, um, and again, we'll probably, as it gets closer, we may not do a whole podcast dedicated again to just student loan updates, but if we get more information, we'll, we'll share with you. But right now, what we know too is if you are a borrower who had your previously, previous to March 2020, if you had your loan on automatic debit, you know, you paid it every month, it just came out of your account, you didn't think about it, so you never missed a payment. Those were stopped during this pause on payments. That will not restart automatically. You will have to go into your account and restart your automatic payments. So what we've heard is that I, I believe at the Department of Education, some of the loan servicers, they're going to send out an email that says this and there's supposed to be a button in this email that says click here to update your payment your bank account which as we have talked about on this podcast a lot um that's how a lot of scams also work so before you click on anything that comes in that says it's from a servicer or from the department of ed i really encourage you to double check where the email is coming from if you're still suspicious, pick up the phone and call your servicer and say, is this legit? Um, you could also just log into your account directly on that website and do it there through there rather than clicking on a link if you're nervous about it. Um, but just know that if you had your loan on automatic payment, that does not automatically start. You restart. You need to set, reset that up. So those are just a few things with this return to repayment that we wanted to highlight because, you know, it's been two years since people have had to make a payment. And some of you listening have probably been making payments on your student loans and taking advantage, if you were financially able to, taking advantage of this time with the 0% interest um, to pay down your principal. For you, you're already set up, so you should be fine. But if you... We're taking advantage of that $0 payment per month and not paying on your loan, you will have to set everything back up to do that. That's a great breakdown. Thank you, Nikki. So, so to recap, the, the big news is that starting February 1st, 2022, the payments are no longer suspended. Interest is going to start back up on people's loans. And if you were previously in auto pay and haven't been making payments for these 23 months, uh, you need to start your auto pay back up and maybe update your banking information. And the best way to do that is by going straight to your servicer's website um, or by calling them so that you know you're in the right place and it's not a scam or anything, right? Correct. And no, I mean, you're going to get this email that also allows you to opt into your 
auto pay. I just really want to encourage people to make sure that they're checking where it's coming from, that it's a legit email. You know, it may say that it's from Nelnet, but then you look at the email address and it's clearly not, you know, just make sure that everything matches accordingly. Yeah, you certainly want to keep to in, do that. Certainly want to keep an eye out for the phishing attempts. Um, so the other thing we wanted to update people on is uh, recently in the news, there's been a lot going on with changes to student loan servicers uh, that the federal government works with. Um, so Nikki, could you talk a little bit about what's going on with that? Sure. So there have been some changes um, with who is going to serve it, service federal student loans in the future. Um, some of the biggest are FIA, then there was Granite State, and now Navient have all decided that they no longer will service student loans. Particularly FIA and Navient are two of the biggest that, that currently service federal student loans. So what that means for a borrower is that your loan will be transferred somewhere else. Um, just kind of like, you know, this happens if you happen to own a house, right? Your mortgage gets sold to a different company. It, it's kind of the same thing in a way. Um, but what that means for you is that where you pay, where your payment gets sent will change. So if you have currently FIA, Navient, or Granite State, just be on the lookout. Make sure you're opening up mail, physical mail, if you get it in the, get something from them. Um, check your emails, because I know they also do a lot with email. Again, make sure it's the legit email that it's coming from. And just to follow instructions so you know where your loan is going. It's not something simple as like, oh, if you have FIA loans, they're gonna go to Nelnet. Like that's, it's not necessarily like that. So um, you, you're gonna have to pay attention to, to where your loan is going. And I know from having a mortgage that can get confusing. So just be on the lookout. We don't want anybody caught off guard. They um, both, FSA and the loan servicers will be communicating. Some of you listening may have already seen or heard um, from your loan servicer or seen mail or an email or something regarding this topic. Um, it just, just depends on where you're at in their loan transfer schedule. Um, we do, all of these transfers will have oversight. I know the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the CFPB will be closely watching um, these transfers. For us at uh, IDFPR, we're, we are working with CFPB to make sure these transfers happen um, as smoothly as possible. We There's been a lot of communication with FSA directly because they wanna make sure that the, these transitions are smooth. So, um, just make sure that you're paying attention to anything you may get. One other thing I would like to mention is that FIA is the current servicer for everyone who is, due, who is trying to do the public service loan forgiveness, PSLF, where you, you know, 
have 10 years of service into and make 120 payments in a public sector job. And then you're trying to get your debt canceled after. There's a lot, we could do a whole show on just the PSLF program and I'm sure one day we will. Um, but just know that your all of your loans will be moving because FIA is moving. So what that means for you is PSLF has a lot of extra paperwork with like documents of years of service and you know, certifying of your job and, and things like that. So make sure that you have copies of everything before your loan gets transferred, just in case, you know, we are all hopeful that everything will be completely smooth, but if it's not, then you have screenshots, you have um, the documents that were uploaded to your account, you also have them. So that way, if something crazy happens, you still have the record of your years of service. That is great to know. Um, yeah, so it's really important for people right now, more than ever with things expiring with the CARES Act, um, if you have student loans, just to make sure you're paying attention for mail, emails, any information, um, especially if you know you're with like Navient or FIA, two of those big student loan servicers, definitely keep an eye out for any information about where your loan's being transferred to and um, like Nikki said, you want to, any important documents, you know, you make sure you save those for yourself. So you have a track record when you are switched over and, and nothing gets lost to the shuffle. I mean, hopefully that doesn't happen to anybody. The plan is for it not to, but, um, we all know that nothing ever goes perfectly smoothly, even though we hope it might. Um, so with that said, uh, we mentioned it earlier, but with all this communication that's coming from student loan servicers and information about student loan servicers, probably going to be an uptick on um, scammers who are trying to take advantage of people. So Nikki, are there any scams uh, specifically that borrowers need to be on the lookout for? Yes. Um, this is something that on our phone calls with FSA, they've really stressed to and the CFPB because they, they've seen the uptick. Um, I know myself, I have gotten several voicemails on my phone telling me, you know, that I my loan qualifies for a lower interest rate, which is really funny because I currently don't have student loans. So yeah, it's it, there has been this uptick. A lot of it ha is tied to COVID. I mean, we've talked about lots of scams related to COVID over the past you know, year and a half. This is just a different avenue for those scams. Um, so borrowers are have reported that they've received phone calls, emails, letters, text messages. And usually it, it's some language around offering relief from their federal student loans or warning them that their student loan forgiveness programs would end soon. These quote unquote student loan debt relief companies, they're not real. Um, they're just people who want to get your information. So some examples of these are like actual claims that have been made in text messages or emails um, or a letter form that have been reported it says act immediately to qualify for student loan forgiveness before the program is discontinued. Um, your student loans may qualify for complete discharge. Enrollments are first come first serve. Student alert, your student loan is flagged for forgiveness pending verification, call now. So just be aware of anything that says that. 
Um, and how do you know that it's a scam? Well, anything that does not come directly from the United States Department of Education or your loan servicer is a scam. The only people you should be working with your loan are those two, Department of Education, your loan servicer, that's it. Um, some other signs to help you identify a scam, they require you to pay upfront or monthly fees for help. It's illegal to do that. So that is a red flag. Um, if they promise immediate and total loan forgiveness or loan cancellation, that should automatically be a red flag. If anybody besides the US Department of Ed or your loan servicer ask for your FSA ID, username and password, it's definitely a scam. Actually, even Ed and your loan servicer will never ask you for your password. I know for sure, definitely not your password. I don't even think they'll ask for your username. If, they, if, if the claim that they're promoting is limited and they're telling you to act immediately, no, again, that's, that's a warning sign. Um, and then if they ask you to sign anything and then you and to submit it to a third party authorization or a power of attorney, the, what those are, they're basically, the, they're written agreements giving the third party legal permission to talk directly to your federal loan servicer and make decisions on your behalf. So debt relief companies often want this type of author, authorization so they can change your account and contact information. And as a result, you don't realize that they aren't actually paying your monthly student loan bill. So um, there's lots of information on um, the FSA website about other scams, but those are some of the, uh, of the main things that we wanted to highlight. Just be super vigilant as with all the, any time that there's a lot of change, it's right for fraud. And between the return to repayment and loan servicer switching, we just want to really encourage everybody to double check, triple check, make sure that um, anything you happen to click on is from a legit source and ignore everything else. Yeah, that's uh, now more than ever, it's time to be very vigilant about your student loans. Uh, even I, like, uh, as someone who does have student loans, I received a voicemail from a person who sounded like a very real person uh, talking about a like student loan public service relief um, program, which coincided perfectly with me because I had just recently signed up for the public service loan forgiveness. And, you know, I, I tried to call a number back. Thankfully, like, I never got too far down the rabbit hole but like before finding out it was a scam, but these things are very real and uh, you just got to really be vigilant and be on the lookout. And, uh, and really, I think the best, I think the best thing is just to limit communication with your servicer or the U S department of ed to like opportunities where, you know, you're going to look that out and you know, you're in the right place um, rather than like something comes into your inbox or you receive a phone call from something uh, and like they, you, you aren't sure if it's like, the U.S. Department of Education or your student loan servicer, like just you can hang up and call your servicer right back, you know, if it's really something urgent. So uh, just make sure you always know who you're talking to uh, and be on the lookout for scams. But 
Thanks for bringing us up to speed on these important student loan changes, Nikki. Uh, if you do have student loans and you are worried about your student loan payments starting back up or maybe involved in a service or change, be, be sure to call your servicer uh, and find out what you need to do to stay current on your payments uh, or, or maybe re-enroll in auto pay uh, and just uh, make sure you're in contact with, with your servicer. And thanks for joining us today. Short episode, just we wanted to highlight these changes. Um, so as always, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, or Google Play. And please share with your family and friends. Thanks for listening.